2: Have you got any skeletons hanging in the closet? If so, dig them out and set them by the radio, because we have a dandy story that's going to make them feel right at home. It's called Uncle Harry's Bones, and it's complete, all except for his floating rib he lost somewhere between 18th and 19th on Chestnut Street. Now, where they keep Uncle Harry's mortal remains, only time will tell. Besides, George Valentine has to have something to do for the next little while. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to go around saying, Let George do it. Which would not be good, since that is his aim in life. Anyway, if the maestro will throw us a bone in E flat, we'll get on with the epic.
3: My dear Mr. Valentine, you will please report to me at the Stedman Farm. That's two miles down the road from Pine Lake if you turn right at the red silk post office, or the house with the unpainted shutters if you come over the hill. I want you to clearly understand that you're working for me, no matter what anybody says. And Lordy knows the people around here know how to say things. For instance, they all say Uncle Harry is their uncle, but he's not. He's mine and nobody else's. Mr. Valentine, please come quick. My trouble is I don't know if Uncle Harry is Uncle Harry or somebody else's who's not important. I've got to find out. Now, don't you think? Sincerely, Sophie Sturdivant. (laughs)
1: Hey, friend.
4: Hey, you. What's your trouble?
3: Hello. We're looking for the Sturdivant place.
4: Oh, well, down the road, past the hill. If you're looking for Doc Sellers, he's just gone into town, I think. Doc Sellers? Who's he?
3: No, it's Sophie Sturdivant we wanted to see.
4: Oh, Sophie. Her.
1: <laughs> oh, that's
4: funny.
3: Eh, nothing.
4: Doc's your brother. He's all right. What's the matter with her? Nothing.
1: Okay, thanks. Look out for your foot. Hey,
4: hold up, hold up. Don't see many strangers around here. Where are you from? Looney Bin? Uh, Looney Bin? Sure. Uh, Sophie's all right. What are you driving at, Buster? My name's Dorky. What are you driving at? Say,
1: tell me something. Where does Sophie's Uncle Harry live? Who? Uncle Harry. Some kind of a character around here, I get it.
4: Nope. No Uncle Harry around here. But she wrote... Uh, Look, this is a nice, peaceful place. People don't like strangers making trouble. None of my business, none of yours. But well enough alone, I say... You'll live longer.
2: You know what I'd do if I were George? Go back to town. Ah, but not fearless Valentine. Besides, he's got Brooksy there to help him. Just like I've got this to help you. Now let's see if George and Brooksy took the old timer's advice to get out of town. Nope, I guess they didn't. Because there they are, walking up to Sophie's front door.
1: It's kind of a rundown place,
3: isn't it? And all the places around here seem to be, George.
1: Yeah. Mrs. Sturdivan?
3: The door's open. She's probably out back in the kitchen. Oh.
1: Mrs. Sturdivan? Sophie.
3: Hmm. She's not in the kitchen, George.
1: Of
5: course she's not. Huh? What do you think does the cooking around here, anyway? Oh, hello. Yeah.
4: We didn't mean to walk right it in. You must be Doc
1: Sellers. Well, I ain't
5: Abraham Lincoln. You looking for Sophie?
1: Uh-huh. I'm George Valentine. This is Miss Brooks. i
5: seen your car
1: out there. Just come in myself.
5: Hey, sis! Come to the party.
4: You're a doctor, are you?
5: Sure,
2: sure.
4: <laughs> Want a pill? <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: Oh. <laughs> Pretty good size, eh? Huh? <laughs> no, I haven't practiced for years, but I still got these. I was over trying to unchoke a neighbor's horse yesterday. Eminent Sawbones, that's me. Uh huh, you're a vet. Yep. Retired livestock killer. Sophie! Hey, Sophie! Upstairs, I guess, working on a butterfly collection. Come on through. Sophie, for the love. You must have
3: fallen down the stairs, George. I'm all right. I'm here, all right. Get her over to the couch. I'm all right.
5: what you do, tip I'm over your own feet? Oh,
1: here, let me. She didn't fall downstairs.
3: Huh? Yes, I did. That's what I must have done.
1: But how did your face get those blotches on it? How'd you get that black eye?
3: Uh, no one hit me.
1: What'd you say that for?
3: I mean, I, I fell, that's all. Look, did somebody
1: slap you, knock no, you down? No, 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 no. Well, Who was it? Why? When did it happen?
3: Oh, stop it, stop it. We've well, come, don't come don't to help me. you, Sophie. So why
1: won't you tell us what... Oh.
5: Huh? Huh? Well, what are you looking at me for?
1: No reason. Just wondered why she's still so scared.
3: Oh, no, that's ridiculous. Doc's my brother.
1: Oh,
5: hey, Douglas! Douglas, come on in here.
3: Is Douglas with you?
5: Yeah, I just got back from looking at the old office. Hey, well, what did you find? Nothing, not a blame thing.
1: Oh, look, both of you, what are you talking about? Yes,
5: Doc,
2: what is it? What do you want?
5: Hey, Valentine, Miss Brooks, Douglas Kent. Just as you will law, I'm not the kind of man beats up his own sister.
2: Uh, how do you do? Hi. I'm... Sophie, what's happened? I'm all right, Douglas. Doug, <laughs>
5: here's another crazy eager beaver like Sophie is, Mr. Valentine. Going off half-cocked whenever mm-hmm. he gets... Mr. Valentine's here to help us. Isn't that right,
1: Sophie? He's here to help find out. Oh, look, will somebody please explain what this is all about?
3: No. No, I I think that perhaps I was wrong. What? Mr. Valentine, I shouldn't have been so hasty in writing. Uncle
5: Harry, that's what it's all about. Uncle Harry?
3: No. No. Douglas and I only thought...
5: Oh, be quiet, Sophie. You started it, let's finish it. Come here, I'll show him to you. Show him. Uncle Harry. The great Uncle Harry, so they say. There, see for yourself.
1: (gasps) Skeleton. Nothing but a skeleton.
5: Uncle Harry's bones. Says you. I was out fishing in the lake, Mr. Valentine, and my line got tangled, and here he is.
3: But just a skeleton. I don't see how you can tell. Who was Uncle Harry?
5: man disappeared five years ago man who bought out the breeding farms, a hermit. Sophie's uncle.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Well, look, I don't know much about anatomy, but is a shin bone supposed to look like this?
5: Well, go on, Doc. Tell him. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Jump to conclusions, yeah. I made the mistake of remembering that I once set a fracture for Harry, that's all. It's what I get for playing M.D.
2: We've been downtown looking for the x-rays in Doc's old office. We were going to the barn, too, to check in his old trunks and things. You see, I thought that if we could find the x-ray that he took five years ago, it might give us a positive way of identifying... Bones
5: the... are bones. It's not going to tell you anything.
1: How about this? A piece of rusty wire tangled around his leg.
5: George. The lake is full of stuff. It don't mean anything either.
1: But it means something if we knew his leg was tied with wire before he died. Exactly, Mr. Valentine. That's just the way yeah,
5: I... See, everybody who reads mysteries goes off half-cocked.
1: Well, what kind of a skeptic are you, Doc? Why don't you think it's Uncle Harry?
5: Mister, I don't think, one way or another. Only lots of people come up summers to fish in that lake. Could be practically anybody. Okay,
1: Doc, I'm going to go with you to keep looking for that x-ray. Douglas, get the local sheriff up here as fast as you can. And tell him to send for a police x-ray man, too. Brooksy, take care of Sophie.
5: Look, I'm just as upset about Sophie as you are. Don't bother,
1: Doc. I finally got the idea. It's a skeleton in the closet we're after. Well, come on, then. We're going to start opening doors. (laughs)
5: The blame leg in the first place if there was a real sawbones around. Blasted a bunch of recluses in this part of the woods. Yeah, sure. Can sure. Try this box here. Old Sears robot catalogs. Blasted cobwebs.
1: Hey, how about the tin one?
5: Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, let me see.
1: Your x ray stuff ought to be boxed up somewhere that you could find hey, it. Doc,
5: where are you? Oh, that you, Sheriff? Right here. Yeah. May I meet Mr. Valentine? We're some cleaning out an old attic. Aye. Don't stick your paw at me, young man.
1: Wow, wow, wow. What's your trouble, Sheriff? Don't you like to know what's going on in your territory? You know
0: all about it. Don't need any city boys to come telling me what my job is. Uncle Harry disappeared five years ago. Let's
1: leave him that way, I say. Uh-huh. You're not interested in skeletons, huh? Sheriff, I think I'd like to have a little talk with oh, you before you. Oh, quit
5: we... your blabbing. Give us your pocket knife. Hmm?
1: Oh, yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah,
5: it's airtight box. Maybe you've got it. I... Don't know.
1: Yeah, sure. And yeah, that looks like negatives. Hey, look out for that spider! <laughs>
5: yeah, open up closets. Got to expect being bit. Here.
1: Let's see. Uh huh. Oh, that's that's a horse, isn't it?
0: Uncle Harry, horse spider. What difference does it make? Uncle
5: Harry, there you are. Yeah, name day chin bone. Yeah, that's him, all
0: right. Here, okay, let's get
1: it in the
5: light. Well, elk. it could be the same as the skeleton.
1: Yeah, looks the same to me. Set crooked on top there? Like
5: a hundred others, I suppose. Holy smokes, Mr. Valentine. I can't tell for Sheriff, sure. Sheriff, did you get
1: that police x ray, man?
5: Yeah, over at the house.
1: Mr. Kennedy. Okay, give me that x ray. Come on. <laughs>
4: Absolutely, there's no question about it. But isn't it true lots of people have broken bones, Kennedy? I'll be glad to swear before a jury that this is the same bone.
1: Before a jury?
4: Of course, Mr. Valentine. Hasn't anyone here noticed the fracture in the skull? Here, right here. Why, no. Enough to cause death, I should say, in that location. I will also testify that the fracture must have been made before the body became a skeleton.
1: In other words, the x-ray proves it's Uncle Harry.
4: Precisely. And the combination of fracture and wire around the legs unquestionably proves that he was murdered. There you are, quite simple murder. <laughs>
3: Uncle Harry, all right, Sheriff, but the important thing is who did it?
0: Sure, sure, Sophie. Now, me and Mr. Valentine have. Wait a minute, listen to her. Young lady, I've known Sophie for years, and anything. She knows
3: knows who killed him. She what? Of course I do. And I always knew it had happened, too. And that's why I hired you, Mr. Valentine, to catch him. Somewhere in Manitoba, Canada, I think, was the last place. You know, he sends me checks, you see. That's because he feels guilty about the way he treats me.
0: Gary was a skinflint, a miser,
1: a bloodsucker. I've
3: sent descriptions. I've had detectives after him lots of times, but they've never been able hey, to catch him. Wait a minute, on. wait a minute, please, Is both she, of you. She's talking about her husband, George, her second well, husband. He only married me because of Uncle Harry's money, and I was the relative, but Uncle Harry was too smart for him. He'd never give him any. Oh, no, not him.
1: Sophie, why do you Bunker
3: his name is, and when you find him, you'll hang him, won't you, Mr. Valentine? I know Bunker did it. He always said he got Harry's money. And five years ago he did it. Don't you see? And then he disappeared. Hold it,
1: hold it, will you please? This bunker, what happened? Was he a husband that ran away from you?
3: <gasps> I beg your pardon. I sent him away, don't you understand? He was no good and I sent him away. That's why I'm using my first husband's name. Bunker was a lying cheat and he killed Uncle Harry and I sent him away before I knew what he'd done. Well, get him, that's all. Get him and hang him. (laughs)
0: And now, Valentine, will you listen to the voice of reason for a minute? Bunker ran away from Sophie in San Francisco, but it was two months before Uncle Harry disappeared. Oh. Sophie's just a little cracked on the subject, that's all. As I figure, Bunker's the one person probably didn't kill Uncle Harry. Forget him. What do you mean? Lonely area around here. Anything can happen. Nobody will be able to remember. Five years is a long time.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, I understand it all now. It isn't just the skeleton in her closet, is it? Nope. Sophie wanted me to prove it was Uncle Harry so she could prove it was her no-good husband who did it. Instead, now we've got to solve a five-year-old crime that everybody else would have to have hushed up because everybody in the whole area is a suspect for murder. And you know who'll get the last laugh? Uncle Harry's bones.
0: (laughs) Uncle Harry's bones.
2: Now tell me, how is that possible? For Uncle Harry to start laughing, that is. It isn't. Not unless all that's left of Harry is his funny bone, which is a nice happy thought. However, in case it didn't hit you quite right, here's something that's not off the elbow.
1: seems your client, Sophie, is the only one who ever liked Uncle Harry. Everyone else, including the sheriff, would prefer to let sleeping dogs lie. And if your name is George Valentine, you know how hopeless it will be to try to solve a five-year-old crime when everyone in town is a suspect. Sheriff Harry was a miser, wasn't he? A hermit and a miser. What are you getting at? I don't know. Gold. Mises have gold, don't they? Of
3: course they do, if they're smart like Harry was.
1: Sure,
0: that's why he was killed, I guess. What do you mean? Well, most of his money was in property, but people always said he had a good many thousand dollars stashed away somewhere.
1: Somewhere like where?
0: Up around that place of his. I could never find any, and I'm the one who boarded the place up after he disappeared.
1: I Uncle Harry's place, you mean mean there's a house, a farm or something?
3: It's a cabin. Nothing but a cabin.
1: Well, come on, Brooksy, what are we waiting for? About a mile around the lake from here. I boarded her up solid in case he ever came back. George, what about Sophie? Never mind her. Now I know who smacked her.
4: Not much of a cabin for a rich man, is it? No.
1: Yeah. I don't know. At least he kept it neat and clean.
4: Turn your flashlight over here. Oh.
1: Just a desk, that's all.
4: You think there's any point in going through it?
1: Not if you're looking for money.
3: Listen.
4: Oh, it's just the wind, I guess.
1: Hey, wait, Brooksy. What? A brick out of the fireplace. Yeah, a nice little hole underneath.
4: Oh, maybe Uncle Harry did have some money.
1: Sure, of course he did. What's the matter?
3: Hole in the mattress. Place for a box, sir. A... Hey, look out. Oh, I tripped. <laughs> well, there's nothing <laughs> funny about it.
1: Yes, there is. Loose board, it? This place is honeycomb with old hiding spots. Yeah. All of them empty.
3: Look.
4: Look, here's a coin. This one wasn't empty. I mean, once upon a time. None
1: of them were from the looks of it. I mean, that doesn't quite make sense, does it?
4: What do you mean, George?
1: We're well, the kind of tough old guy that Harry must have been. I don't... Duck, duck, Angel. Get down, get down. Turn off that flashlight. George. Take it easy now. This is who I think it is.
4: The man with the shovel. I can see him in the doorway.
1: All right, shut the door, Buster. There's a draft. No, Never mind the match.
4: George, look out for the shovel! Get away from
1: All right, I guess now we can have some light, Angel. That's well, our neighbor. What's your name, Dorky? Is that right? Let go of me. Sure, sure, I'll let go.
4: The man who warned us away. The man who said Sophie was the just man The man who warned
1: Sophie away. You mean?
4: What? I did not. You got
1: mad and hit her too. That's assault.
4: Now look, listen to All me. All a matter
1: of geography. I remember what she wrote me about the two roads. And Doc Sellers and Douglas went to town this morning. That's in the other direction from your place by the hill. So how did you know that Doc had gone to town? He wouldn't have gone past you. That's the wrong direction. So I guess you knew he was gone because you'd been over there. Sophie herself must have told you where he was.
4: All right. Don't prove anything.
1: No, but your shovel does. I wondered why a guy who'd committed murder five years ago would be stupid enough to commit an overt act today. Murder?
4: Now, look, I hated Uncle Harry, sure, but I... didn't sure, say
1: you I... did, did I? Relax, relax, Buster. You're just a little greedy, that's all. Come digging for the miser's cash.
3: George, I don't understand. When
1: people thought Uncle Harry disappeared, they'd naturally assume he took his loot with him. Now, it seems he was murdered. That makes it a little different.
4: Nobody alive would be smart enough to kill him and find all of it. An old cowhide skin flint like that... I know, uh, I know.
1: That's why you wanted Sophie to stop raising alarm. If everybody knew for sure Uncle Harry was dead, why, you'd get trampled in the rush up here. He
4: built me out of
1: some of my property. You can't blame me for Buster, I'm not blaming you for anything. That's not my job. Now, get out. Go on, go home.
4: George, what on earth... Come on, come
1: on. You heard me. There isn't any gold around here. What's the matter, Angel? Don't you understand? We're all through with this case.
5: Quiet, all of you, or i throw you out. Yeah. Go on, Doc. Uh, i sure, Colonel. Uh, there's not much to say. I've given him a testimony. He's identified the body. That's all we need from Doc Sellers. Well, Sheriff, who has got something to say? I understood this fella, Valentine, had caught somebody up at Uncle Harry's shack. I know this isn't a court, but we sure want to hear everything that... I helps. haven't
1: got anything to add, coroner. Now see here, Valentine. No, no, coroner. I'm all through with this case. Yeah, I'm on my way back to the city.
5: Valentine,
2: Valentine. Yeah.
5: What was the idea back there at the the inquest? There's no
1: idea, Doc.
2: see here. If you think our sheriff
5: is
0: capable... The sheriff's
1: all right, Douglas.
5: Big compliment. He only wishes it were true.
0: All right,
1: now listen, all of you. Uncle Harry was a heel. The whole town wished him dead. Sheriff, when the skeleton was found, your idea was to let sleeping dogs lie, huh?
0: Not exactly, but holy smoke, we got to live with the people you know. This place has been pretty nice for the past five years. Well, then... We'll take care of Dorky, all right. For but... assault,
1: that's all, Sheriff. That's your
0: business. Yeah, but now I got a murder to solve. You help get this rolling, you can't just walk all off... All right, and... all right.
1: Keep your shirt on, Sheriff. You won't have to nail anybody in your town for murder.
5: But you said that the
0: murder... Well, let's
1: start at the beginning. Five years ago, Uncle Harry, the hermit, the miser, the boy with the gold. Somebody comes and tries to get his gold. Kills him, takes his gold. But you've been up to the cabin, Sheriff. How did the killer find all the loot... In at least three separate hiding spots.
0: Well, he could have twisted the old boy's arm or dug around. Nothing was
1: disturbed. He went right to the spots. Yeah, I remember. And if he got rough with Harry, would Harry have told him where all the spots were?
5: Well, no. I see what you mean.
1: No, you don't, Douglas. Maybe Sophie's an unhappy, bitter woman, but uh, she had the right idea. Sheriff sent some telegrams to, uh, where was it she got her last money order from someplace in Manitoba, Canada?
2: Bunker, that, that no good husband of ours, he's the one.
0: Bunker? Well, I grant you he could have come up here after he left Sophie in San Francisco.
5: I guess nobody would have known if he was out at Harry's place. Yeah, but she's had detectives looking for Bunker, tracing those little, those little money orders he sent once in a while. Oh, that's right.
1: They ain't been able to find him, Valentine. Okay, okay. But, Doc, you wouldn't be able to lie about x-rays of anybody who's still around here, would you? I mean, right out in public court and all? No, 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 you couldn't do that. You'd be caught up. What are you talking about? Perjury. I waited just long enough for you to commit perjury at the coroner's inquest, Doc.
5: Well, what, are you, what are you talking about?
1: A tin box with a live spider in it. Spider? Yeah, that's what gave me the idea, and it's the only way to explain everything. Suppose the spider got in there when the box was opened, say, a few days ago. By Doc alone. You're crazy. No more than your sister is. Suppose you switch some x-rays. We'll tie that together, what I said about Uncle Harry's hiding places. There's only one person who could have gone right to the hiding places. And that's Uncle Harry himself.
5: No, now look. But he
1: couldn't do that if he were dead, could he? All right, then. Suppose Doc here once treated a fracture for Bunker. Bunker? Yeah. Boy, that would... Yeah, simple as that. Five-year-old crime. Man killed another man, threw him in the lake. And now, because his sister would inherit some property and so on, Doc decides to make the skeleton into Uncle Harry, when it's really the skeleton of Bunker.
5: That's not true. Now, Sheriff, you've got to believe me. Perjury,
1: Doc. Perjury, remember? Uh. But, Sheriff, I think the reason detectives haven't been able to trace Bunker is pretty simple now, don't you? Wrong description. Just send a description to Canada of Uncle Harry. They'll get him all right. <laughs> and there you are, Sheriff. Instead of just a bunch of bones... Uncle Harry is a real, live murderer.
0: Uncle Harry? Well, I'll... Hey, Valentine, wait a minute. Where are you going?
1: Back to the gal what brung me, Sophie. Yeah, there's a lot more important stuff to clear up in this case than dead skeletons. Yeah, Sheriff, I got a live client to drag out of her closet. A gal who hired me and then slammed doors in my face. Why? Well, in a couple of seconds, I'll find out.
2: You know, I'm kind of sorry for old Sophie. I've got a feeling that when George gets through with her, she'll be sorry the story wasn't called Aunt Sophie's Bones. But while we're waiting for the worst, let's give a listen to the best. (laughs) ¶¶
3: hated Harry. Bunker hated Harry. Sure,
1: Sophie. You must have come here to get some money out of Harry, and, well, Harry defended himself,
3: I guess. It's been sweet of Uncle Harry to send me the money orders all this time, even if it is trapping you. Mm, I wouldn't be too sure it was sweet. It's kept the illusion that Bunker was still alive. He'd do that on purpose. Oh, yes, perhaps. In fact, I wouldn't be too sure you love that uncle as much as you claim. I think you just hated Bunker. Now, Bunker's dead. Now you know he's dead. People can waste a lot of time hating, can't they?
1: Oh, Sophie, I'll tell you something. You wasted a lot of our time before I caught on mm. why you hired me, then didn't want to talk. Well,
3: I, I told you you were working. Please. Well,
1: I didn't think it was just Dorky's getting rough. It was the fact you began to remember whose leg had really been fractured, wasn't it?
3: Well, I, I couldn't understand what the doc was up to. <laughs> I'm so glad it was only perjury. Makes me feel much better. And he'd been willing to wait another two years? You might have had Uncle Harry declared legally dead and collected his property that way.
1: Yeah, but Doc wouldn't wait, that's all. Uh, too good an opportunity. <laughs> and the ironic part is, if it had worked, Uncle Harry couldn't have done anything about the inheritance slipping away from him. Not without admitting the whole story. Oh, well, I can see why Doc was tempted all right.
3: Doc hated Harry. Such a waste of time. And you said that before. About hatred being a waste of time. I collect butterflies, you know. People say I have about as much brains as one. But anybody who wastes time is Uh, crazy.
1: Sure. Butterflies, I suppose so, yeah.
3: (laughs) He's stupid, isn't he? (laughs) Doesn't learn any lessons from seeing what happens from from an unhappy marriage. Don't worry, Sophie. I'm the teacher. What? What is this? Come along, George. Time to say goodnight. Oh, now you haven't seen my butterfly collection. You come upstairs with me and I'll show you my rare prizes. (laughs)
2: Well, you can hang Buster back in the closet now. It's all over. Oh, but before you do, be sure to tell it that uh, George Valentine was played by Robert Bailey and Virginia Gregg played Brooksy. The story was written by David Victor and Jackson Gillis and Eddie Dunstetter dug up the music. Now this is yours truly inviting you to another visit with Valentine when you will again hear what happens when you let George do it. (laughs)